0: Yo, 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 today is episode number four, and it's on July 4th, so guess what I'm going to be talking about? That's right, how much of an immigrant I am to the country of America, and how much I'm proud of my Americanisms. Actually, how much I love the experiment of America, and how I'd like to contribute to it, and how it's actually the country of America is a metaphor for the plight of humanity. So let's get into this. Happy 4th of July, everybody. Today, you know, I didn't really realize that it was the 4th of July. I knew that it was a a number four next to the word July, but I had forgotten it was Independence Day because I'm in Costa Rica still and, you know, I don't watch the news or anything, so it just slipped my mind. But then I forget how. I I got a whiff. I got a nice little whiff of the fact that it was July 4th, and I realized this is hot dog day. So I ran to the grocery store, and actually with my sons, all three of them, we actually ran, we literally ran. And we got hot dogs and ran back. I was just on like a lunch break, and I ran to the store, bought some hot dogs, and a a tank top that says USA on it, like proud, immigrant that I am. And I ran back, cooked the hot dogs, ate the hot dogs, annihilated the hot dogs, went right back to work like nothing happened. Uh, and I wouldn't have even known that I had eaten so many hot dogs until I, I was having a meeting and I got so sleepy. So, so those hot dogs caught up to me, man. They always do. The hot dogs always win. Anyway, happy 4th of July, if you're listening to this, on the 4th. If not, still happy 4th of July. You know, I didn't know that much about the country of America. I'd lived there for half my life and I didn't know that much. You know, I grew up in Canada and I didn't know much about Canada either. The only thing that I knew about Canada was from the commercials that we all had to watch back when there weren't that many stations and before the internet, They were propaganda pieces about how Canada invented basketball. Um, Laura Secord, the chocolate magnate, came. Well, she's like a hero. And then later they made chocolate about her. You know, just a bunch of stuff. Um, That's the only stuff I remember about Canada. But America, even less, because I didn't grow up there. Um, but when I started to go through the immigration process I was studying about America with my wife we were testing each other every day and I learned to love this country so much more I had always had a reverence for America but learning about the desire and the heart of the founders imperfect as they were uh, they saw that something new could could be could be you know there's there's room for something to exist that has never existed in humanity and that was a country founded upon the premise of god which is the highest potential of humanity and today so many people harp on the founding fathers because they were a bunch of white men and i get that without any hint of the times you know that they were living in and without any hint of usually the people who are most complaining about that era And those people haven't done much themselves with their life, you know? Like, people who just gripe about them on Twitter. It's like, what the fuck? What have you done with your life? You're on Twitter complaining about people, you know? So not to get all political. It's just, I'm a proud immigrant to the country of America. And what I love about it, and the metaphor that I really caught today, was the fact that it's a place where the anything can happen and if you bring your a-game as an immigrant you know the american dream is not the us in our stupidity and our materialistic kind of obsessions view the american dream as the result of like all the stuff you get if you become great right like the cars the houses the whatever that's what people focus on it's like wow you're so rich you're a billionaire you have so many houses, you have so many boats, like that's the focus, but it's not like, well, how did you do that? Especially as an immigrant, how did you go from no foundation to creating so much wealth? And so that's one aspect of it, but it's the other thing of like why, you know, I traveled Europe and obviously the Europeans have a very interesting viewpoint of America, kind of like the arrogant younger brother that they have, because um, Europe's been around for a while and they have traditions and they do things their way, and America's got all this, you know, I don't know, pomp and and they have so much brashness to them, and I and I get that it's kind of annoying, but uh, why do you like? Why do you think the internet was created in America and the computers and phones that the internet exists within and cars and planes? Like, why does all like? These are not small feats. It's not like another invention. That's like exponential possibilities occurred within the past couple hundred years in this country. Like from cars to planes, that's kind of a big deal. From the internet that connects us all to cell phones, smartphones, all that stuff. Here, it's not that there aren't smart people everywhere in the world. That's That's ridiculous. There's smart people in every corner of every neighborhood. It's just that what I've noticed traveling as much as I have lately is that if the culture views limitations and that's what they focus on, then they will always inadvertently quell and eventually squash potential. For instance, in a lot of Southeast Asian countries, nicest people you'll ever meet in your life, so much poverty and not much can really exist there because of the corruption that exists there. There's so much endless corruption. And you can say that about everywhere, including America. There's endless corruption in America, but the skeletal structure, the soul of America is the possibility of what if. And of course, I'm kind of got going all over the place, but just follow me here. Within every movement, there it's all good movements started out with the question of what if, right? And then you find enough people that are really have a, a deep desire to find out what's possible, and they create this critical mass, this momentum that I was talking about yesterday, momentum that erupts into some new invention, some new idea, some new cultural phenomenon right rock and roll music whatever it is is it's like it's on the other side of what if but if you're in a fear-based culture or say in many countries in europe most countries in europe that i visited i don't want to generalize too much but there's a there's a concept of like you can't ask what if too much because there's so much tradition that you have to be aware of and present to and reverent of ultimately right um there's so many complexities like a lot of the the countries within Europe are still have some deep hatred towards each other you know there's a lot of animosity when you really start talking to the people about their neighbors over there um and the same thing in in America right like how what does new york think about alabama that's always been a contention but we're forced to live with each other because of this experiment that, hey, we're in this country. And they've even gotten to the point where they were murdering each other, but it, they, they didn't divide. They didn't divide. They tried. There's a spirit of, of division, but overwhelmingly, uh, goodness prevailed. And there's been so many atrocities that occurred on this nation, and yet it kept on moving forward. If we just focused on the limitations and the mistakes in America, we it would have broken apart long ago. And so you're wondering, what the hell are you talking about, Andrew? This is a podcast about your journey. Well, this is part of my journey because I am such a proud American at this point in my life. I was a proud American my whole life, even before I was an American, like so many immigrants. like I chose to live here. And what I see happening to America has a lot of people worried, right? There's a lot at stake and there's a lot of people freaking out because of the politics that are happening, the division, the divisiveness, the just there's a lot of rancor out there. But that is actually so cool to watch in a sense because America is where things get worked out actually. If it's gonna happen anywhere, it's gonna happen in America. The healing that needs to take place, it's gonna happen in America. I'm telling you like this is not from somebody who's all in on america because i don't have options like i'm saying this from another country i'm saying this from central america but i would say the same thing from any part of asia i haven't been to africa i hear it's beautiful i know a lot of people have spent a lot of time there um but the idea of america is that anybody can come and if your will is strong enough you can accomplish anything for better or worse but the things that stick around are the good ideas. They eventually prevail and all the sinister people typically are washed away. Um, that's, that's my opinion. Uh, but I, I really believe in that and I believe in America as a, as a premise, as a thesis. And it's not done yet. It's really tattered right now. It's fraying at the seams for sure. Everybody can feel it. You walk the streets, there's a lot of tension. You know, since I've been out here, in the span of one week, I had two bicycles stolen and my catalytic converter for my car because I happen to own a Prius, which are targets for that. And so I I got all this and I was like, God, what's going on in America? And I got so frustrated for a moment, but then I got so sad because what I saw was I know these people. I know them in my neighborhood where my car is parked right now there's a lot of homelessness, there's a lot of pain and suffering. All this stems from kind of people being misled and misguided. And a lot of people think, well, that's the end of America. And I just don't. I really don't. I believe that America has a very special purpose, and it hasn't yet fulfilled that purpose. It's been blessed beyond comprehension, obviously, right, with abundance of everything. But when it was supposed to give It started taking a little bit too much for itself, and it got bloated and fat, and now it's falling in on itself, and it's really out of shape, but there's enough people, enough good people that still view it as salvageable, and they're going to come together, and I'm one of those people, I just don't know how to contribute, and that's a part of my mission for this next 365, this is day four of 365, so 361 days, according to my calculations left, uh, of this experiment of how I can really build momentum and build myself into somebody who can contribute to this experiment that is known as America, so that it can get back to a place of thriving, so that it can be blessed, just like right after the Second World War, when the whole world was looking at America, uh, you know, uh, some were hating it, obviously, like, the USSR was was just kind of bubbling up and becoming a thing and wanting to take over and wanting to fight America, but um, everybody's watching. And in that time, a lot of greatness happened and a lot of corruption happened. But it doesn't mean that we have to throw the whole thing out. It's still very much on, on. I was thinking of a word here, it's, it's a live card on the table. The game is still at play. And I'm just wondering, are you going to be a part of it? You know, everybody's benefited from this country. And if we just hate on it, that means that it's gonna have nothing left to give. Who, which country, tell me, which country is gonna take over as the unifier and as the harbinger of ideas and innovation? Innovation can only take place where there's the premise of freedom and the practice of it, sufficient enough for people to actually have an open heart and an open mind. And again, yes, I know, so many problems in America, I get it. But it was open enough for enough people for something like the metaverse to come about. I mean, that's pretty bananas. We have went from like three-dimensional to metaphysical in a generation because of that openness that exists in America. So if you're with me, I'd love to talk to you. What are you going to do to make this world a better place through America if you live there or not? You know, even if you don't like America, just don't sling insults. There's so many people right now who are just saying uh, because America's falling, stop saying that stuff. That's manifest destiny. Don't say that stuff. like America needs to bounce back for the sake of other people, not just in power but in sobriety, that it needs to become sober and remember its mission, that it's, it's meant to be life, liberty, you know and prosperity and all the, all these virtues.